Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, right, pleasure to have you here. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Cray News with Kay at the bottom of the hour. A new Monday feature we're doing with Kay Smythe. Make sure you stick around for that. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg is an idiot. I will prove that coming up. Also, the media is lying about what Trump said about the rioters on January 6th. And uh, it will also get into some audio from Jen Psaki, who I guess doesn't think crime is a big deal. In her attempt to to insult Fox News, Jen Psaki decided she would pretty much tell us that, eh, yeah, crime, big deal. So we've got all that for you and much more on a Monday. Uh-huh. Motown Monday is how we do it. Carrie, how's it going? It's all right. Get it done? Oh, yeah. Polo, Sam, everybody's get it done. News guys. Wow. Wow. Mm. Okay, I'm going I'm to admit something. I, this isn't normally who I am, but I'm a little bit uh, hesitant going into this hour. I'm not sure Why? if I could uh, if I could pull it off, to be honest. You'll get it, buddy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You'll get it, buddy. It always works. It always, it always helps me out oh, when I'm not feeling good. too good about it. Glad you know, I did add a new ringtone to my phone, by the way. You're getting a phone call? Yeah, it's really annoying. Everybody's like, hey, oh, turn it down. Okay, What's you can stop you? playing those. That's, uh, matter with you? So where did you go Friday, by the way? Regina. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Were the truckers doing their thing in Regina, Saskatchewan or not? <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Aren't you glad you're back just in time for my... Charming sense of humor that you have. Exactly mm. right. Yeah, exactly I don't right, remember Carrie saying Lockett. that. You know, uh, it's definitely your voice. I don't Do you think know I somehow why? did it? What did I, I don't take? know word why for word? I would say something like that. Um, you're kissing up for some Bon Jovi tickets oh, or something. Okay, probably. Yeah, that's probably why. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, that whole day, you were nothing but nice. It's the one day, remember? The one day? <laughs> the one day. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Scott. Wow. Wow. Karen, okay, seriously. stop playing that. Wow. Those. What is wrong with you? That is like weird. Like so those. listen, how did you feel I did in the, in the first two hours? Was I right? Was I wrong? What? You're right about this one. Exactly right. Every once in a while, I've got to throw those in there. Mm. Plus, I've got about 30 more that I just can't even fit on the screen, oh, to be honest. Yeah, well, that's okay. we got to get going. got to get going in the stories. A lot of stories. To Paula, cover. can you believe that I have to put up with her every day? Lo siento, Pat. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. <It's laughs> 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. All right, let me let me give you some, some sound bites here because there's some confusion about, um, uh, about some things that are out there. Now, Whoopi Goldberg... For me, and I've said this a million times, Carrie, you can verify that I've said this. Tell me that I'm lying if, if I am. I've often said when I first noticed Whoopi Goldberg, I think it was in the 80s, she was doing a one-lady show, a one-person show mm-hmm. on Broadway. Mm-hmm. I remember and I thought that. she was great. Very funny. Very funny. Yeah. I mean, there she was, you know, being a, a young black girl in America, she would put on the the her blanket or something was yellow. She pretended she was Goldilocks. Yeah. 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 She had blonde hair and she was trying to fit in and blah, blah, blah. It was very poignant. It was funny. It was good. I just thought she was great. Mm -hmm. And then uh, she started doing movies. Great. Sounds good. I remember her defending Ted Danson, who was her boyfriend at the time, who showed up at a party in blackface. Mm -hmm. There's a historic picture of her cracking up with him in blackface. So she supported him, supported, um, uh, what's his face? 
Who's the basketball announcer? I can't think of his name right now. Oh, come on. Marv Albert? The guy with the hairpiece. Oh, yeah, Marv Albert. Yeah, yeah Mar- Marv gets in trouble because he's, he's with some woman, and he ends up biting her back so badly. She's got big, giant bruises on her back. And Whoopi Goldberg took up for him. Huh. Oh, yeah. She said, oh, come on. You've been dating him this long. You know you know what he likes in bed. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, she, she's that person. Okay. All right? So, already she's a little bit off kilter. But I like her acting. I think she's a very good actress. I don't know why she was ever added to The View. For those who don't know, The View was a show created for Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters was the number one person on ABC. She was on 2020 with Hugh, uh, Hugh Downs, and she was like the key anchor. She was like, if you're going to be a big interview, Barbara Walters was going to get it. And people on Saturday Night Live would actually say Baba Wawa because she had a bit of a speech impediment. But Barbara Walters had this show, and I remember watching the first one thinking, okay, she's a journalist, and I think I was a TV news anchor at the time. Like, hey, Barbara Walters is good. I want to see what she's going to do here. And I think that I was on the ABC affiliate in Lansing when it started. Maybe not, but, but I think so. So I was already like an ABC guy. So I'm watching and she says, this is going to be like a lifestyle show. I'm going to have these you know, three other people around here. It was uh, somebody in Magnopolis and somebody else was on there. with. I think Meredith Vieira might have been on there. Mm-hmm. A bunch of different people were on there, right? And it was a, kind of a cool round table. Was it left or right? Eh, probably a little lefty. But they still did stories that had a news flavor. Now they just sit around and make crap up. It's weird. It's very strange to me. I mean, the other day, Whoopi Goldberg with her slip of the tongue where she said vaccines are killing kids. I, of course, grabbed that video and put it up online. Um, but today, for some reason, they're talking about the Holocaust. And if you don't know what it was, the Holocaust is where 6 million Jews were killed by Nazi Germany because Adolf Hitler hated Jews. And Adolf Hitler was trying to build a master race, so he was killing those he felt were not the right race. So it, in fact, was a racist genocide. It was also uh, a religious genocide. But to, to claim that it's not racist would be stupid. That would be dumb because, again, the man was trying to create a master race of white people, Aryan people. I think they were oh, all had to be Catholic, whatever. Um, this is what he was building. And to do that, you had to kill, exterminate anybody who wasn't that, you know, of that background or ethnicity or ancestry and didn't have the right skin tone or hair coarseness. So he was killing Jews. Six million were killed. Three million others were killed. Nine million were killed um, in total. And Whoopi Goldberg decides that she will say something about it to even Joy Behar. Like says, like she pushes back against what this had done. Have you seen this yet, Carrie? Yes, I have. Yeah. Or I've heard it. I've heard the audio. When Joy Behar doesn't agree with Whoopi Goldberg, you know Goldberg is completely out of line mm. you know, with, with uh, any sort of reality. And believe me, Joy Behar is not the, the, the monitor or the litmus test of reality, but even this was too far for her. Well, also, if you're yeah. going to do this, then let's be truthful about it, because the Holocaust isn't about race. No. It's not? No. It's well, not about maybe race. Maybe it, it's it, it, no, a different it, race. But it's, it's not about race. It's not about well, race. What is it about? Because you, it's about man's inhumanity to man. Okay, what? What? The, what? So if somebody is doing something horrendous because of race, trying to build a master race, I agree with her. It's about man's inhumanity to man. But to say it's not about racism, it's not about race, means you're an idiot. Harry, am I making up the term master race is what he was building? Uh, no, you are not. The Jews, in his sick mind, 
fit into his plans for a master race? The answer is, of course not. So if they didn't fit into his sick mind and his notion of a master race, he was killing them out of racism, out of a hatred for their kind, their race, their ancestry, their religion, their ethnicity, whatever the hell you want to say, he did it because with them still existing, he couldn't make his master race. This is just patently stupid. Well, also, if you're going to do this, then let's be truthful about it because the Holocaust isn't about race. No. No. It's well, not about maybe race. Maybe ethnicity. It, yeah. well, no, it's about a, a different it, race. But it's it's not about race. It's not about well, race. What is it about? Because you, it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. But it's about white supremacy. It's well, about but it's not, it's not about... When Anna Navarro has to jump in and try to correct Whoopi Goldberg, you know Whoopi Goldberg is completely out of line. But these are two Romans. white groups of people. Well, how do we have to black people see too. them as white people? And they, but you're missing the point. You're yeah. missing the point. These are two groups of white people, says, says Whoopi. I mean, Israel's in the Middle East. I wouldn't say people in Israel, and necessarily Jews, as a people are just a bunch of white people. A, anybody can be Jewish religiously, and B, if you go back to the ancestry, Jews look a lot, look a lot like Italians, look a lot like Egyptians, look a lot like Jordanians, look a lot like Saudi Arabians. So, I mean, one can argue that they're just white people, not that that makes it any better. But Whoopi is so dumb, she thinks that Hitler killing Jews was just white people killing white people, therefore there's no racism involved. I mean, she's out of her mind. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. It's a problem. It doesn't matter if you're black or white, because black, white, Jews... uh, She's She's trying to dig herself out of it now. She's doing a really bad job of it. I mean, I think that she realized, oh, crap, two very reliable allies of mine on this desk, on this set, have just called me out. I better do something. Now it's about, oh, wait, wait a second. It doesn't matter if it's black versus white versus white. It's how everybody eats each other. So is it, if you're uncomfortable, if you hear about mouse, should you be worried? Should, should your child say, oh, my God, I, I, I wonder if that's me? No, that's. Then the music starts. And again, I think they're trying to save her. I mean, Carrie, the music comes wow. on because ABC's like, oh, yeah, crap, we better get out of this. we got to get to commercial break. Yeah, we got to get, get out of this. this. Yeah. Now, mm. I'm not going to take any calls on this because there's really nothing to say. What she said is stupid. I don't care if you're left or right or center or whatever you think you are politically, man, woman, uh, whatever your ethnicity is, your ethnicity, your, your ancestry, your background, your religion. Nobody can really argue this unless you're, unless you're like the leaders of Iran who want to deny the Holocaust even happened. But there's no argument to be, to be made on this. There's no question to be answered. There's no real discussion to be had. Whoopi Goldberg is an idiot. And I think she shows that um, just about every day. Now, lucky for me, I'm a man. And they don't want me to watch The View, so therefore I don't. And, and I wouldn't even if they wanted me to, because it's just a horrible show. But there are a lot of people who watch that show and walk away thinking they just got a news program. Here's a little bit of headline for you. It is not a news program. Not even a little bit. What I will take calls on is those who are being represented or presented as news media and information outlets. Getting it wrong as often as they do. Like the LA Times today says something about, I think that's who reported Rebecca Black. 
Um, he's going to pull her, her songs off of Spotify. The LA Times said, because of the misinformation on COVID, it's on the website. If you want to be a news organization, you have to say alleged misinformation on COVID on the website or on the service. But again, they've thrown in the towel. They're not even journalists anymore. They don't want to get it right. They just want to say what benefits their belief system. And then there's this one. I don't know Pamela Brown on CNN. I don't watch CNN. I wasn't aware of her. But when I load up um, uh, one of my websites, one of my browsers, MSN or something comes up. And and it gives you a bunch of different alleged news of the day. And here she is, I guess, either Saturday or Sunday, commenting on, on former President Trump talking about the January 6th rioters. First, he says, or she says, that he claimed if he were in office now or if he were to win re-election, if he should run in 2024, that he would pardon the January 6th rioters. She said he said that. Now, Carrie, if I say that, what does it sound like? If he wins, what is he going to do? Pardon the rioters. Right. Do you think he said it like that? I'm going to say no. Let me play it for you. This is what he actually says in context. If I run and if I win, we will treat those people from January 6th fairly. We will treat them fairly. And if it requires pardons, we will give them pardons because they are being treated so unfairly. Now, let me stop it there and just now, I'm going to just throw out a couple of things. Good friend of mine just emailed me. I listened to it. I watched it, Pags. You're wrong. He said he's going to pardon the rioters from January 6th. That is not what he said. What he said was they've been treated unfairly. And should I run and should I win, I will treat them fairly. And if it requires it, I will pardon them. Well, what that means to me, and Kerry, correct me if I'm wrong, on an individual case-by-case basis, if a pardon is required, he's going to do it. Mm, That's what it sounds like. It did not sound to me like he said, we should treat them fairly. We should pardon all of them, and then we should treat them fairly because they've been treated unfairly. Let me play it again, because some news organizations have taken out small pieces of this, and they've pretended that Trump said, should I win, I will pardon the insurrectionists, which he didn't say. If I run and if I win, we will treat those people from January 6th fairly. We will treat them fairly. And if it requires pardons, we will give them pardons because they are being treated so unfairly. Why can't we just tell the truth? If it requires pardons, we'll give them pardons. He doesn't say I'm going to pardon them. He didn't say, I can't wait to win again so I can pardon them. What he said was they're being treated unfairly, and we will treat them fairly. Fairly means if you did it, you're going to be punished. If you didn't do it, you're not going to be punished, and if it requires it, I will pardon them. There's really no in-between here. So your thoughts, because again, there are people who are good people listening to my show who believe a lot of what I say and support what I do, who literally thought he said, I'm going to pardon them when when I get back in office. That's what the media wants you to believe. That's what CNN wants you to believe. He didn't say that. He simply didn't say it. And what blew my mind was that this Pamela Brown person says he said that and then rolls that tape where he doesn't say it. It's so weird to me. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. 
Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There is a ton going on, tons to get to. Your thoughts about the media just lying. And the, the weirdest thing to me, Carrie, is that they say it and they're outraged. You're like, and even coming, then they play it and mm-hmm. he says exactly what you just saw and heard him say. And then she goes, let that sink in. Let, let, let yeah. that sink in what he just said. I mean, it's surprising what? though that they're doing that. Am, am I misrepresenting it though? I mean, tell me if I got it wrong. It sounds like. Well, I mean, no, I no, I don't think so. I mean, yes, he mentions you, uh, pardons, but right, he didn't come out and say he's going to pardon all these people from January the sixth. Wants to treat them fairly, and, and and the thing is, we all watched it with them. They literally played him saying the. They didn't play it out of context. They could have. I think others have. They played it in context. And but there are people that are still going to see that and watch that and think, oh, CNN or, or wherever you, you saw that. They were right. CNN. If, yeah. if Trump gets back in, he's going to pardon all those people. They put her back on camera. Let that sink in. And then she goes to some doofus sitting there. I don't know who you I, I didn't know what her name was. Uh, it goes to some doofus sitting there. He goes... See, exactly. It's, it's it's a disconnect that you can't really. Well, he's like he's beside himself. And these are journalists. We watched it together with them. We all saw it. I'm I'm yelling at the piece of video, going, "What are, you, are what? I want to I want a crack test. I want you tested for drugs right now because you just presented me in context what he actually said. It's so weird to me." That they keep jobs. Now, I don't know if she's a journalist or a host. Mm. I don't know. And then she brings in, I don't know if the, who the expert was or why. But we all just saw it with our own eyes. And it just it reminds me of seeing Jerry Nadler so against impeaching Bill Clinton. And so for impeaching Donald Trump. I mean, the things he says about Clinton... It's a problem for the, the majority party to do this or that, and they should never, ever take that action. It's horrible, and they should never, this, is, this should be dire. And, and he just, everything he says, just put the word Trump in there instead of Clinton, and I would have agreed with him. But he doesn't, he doesn't about face. It's like Schumer saying in 2005, and, and Obama saying in 2005, or whatever the hell it was, I think it was five, um, that the filibuster is so important so that the minority has a voice, suddenly it's a racist thing a racist mechanism left over from Jim Crow and they want to get rid of it like we don't have the video I don't understand I mean CNN literally said let's roll the video as is and then lie about what they just saw (laughs) and and, and they went with it can you believe that can you believe there's a disconnect there you just that and she comes out shaking her head let that sink in people you just saw it with your own eyes. Right. right. Mm. I saw something you didn't. So weird to me. All right. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Uh, Cray News with Kay. Stories that she's written for the Daily Caller and the National Pulse when we come back. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady back. She's become part of the show, and uh, it is Kay's Cray News of the Day. It's Kay Smythe. Kay, how are you? Good to see you. 
I'm good, Joe. I'm so cold today. I'm so it's so cold in North Carolina. I'm wearing a hoodie. I couldn't put on a dress. It was just it's too cold. Did did you all get any of that that massive like Boston snow? Did that end up hitting you guys too, or just the cold weather? It did. We had a little flurry. I would say I think it was Friday or Saturday night. We had a nice little coating, but it was all melted by the following afternoon. But still, it's too cold for me. It's like the, I've it lived was, on the West Coast. It was three feet, three feet of snow in Boston. You did fine in North Carolina. Toughen up yeah, a little. You're from Wales. Doesn't it get cold in Wales? Yeah, but we don't get snow anymore. I used to have really? snow when I was a child, but not anymore. Not really. Not where I'm from anyway. Don't start the climate change talk. Okay, don't start. Because I know what you're doing. Just you and I, we get along in a lot. Let's not do that one. All right. Um, let's get into the Cray, star, the, the Cray news of the day. And, and I think the Cray Cray one is the one with the picture of Magic Johnson and Gavin Newsom. We'll get to that one later. But let's start with, you know, with what we should have expected would happen in Afghanistan. Should we get up and take the military out first? Should we do it the exactly wrong way? Um, and now we're seeing it. I mean, we probably don't get much reporting out of there. And what reporting we get is exactly what we thought it was. Fill me in. So this is a story that I wrote with uh, the Daily Caller. Essentially, uh, uh, someone at the UN, I, whose name escapes me now because I've just been doing words all day, but um, someone at the UN uh, addressed the Security Council saying hundreds or at least more than 100 people have been murdered, disappeared. They've been, they're holding journalists. Every Anyone that was associated with the former coalition government, anyone who aided with the US and I guess I would say the UK, anyone who was there prior to the Taliban takeover, who helped that side against the Taliban, they're being disappeared, they're being murdered. And there is just a general humanitarian crisis going on in Afghanistan that's being completely ignored. You know, there was a lot of detail that I didn't get to get into this piece. Uh, I think the most shocking revelation to, to me was the fact that families are starving en masse. I'm talking millions and millions of Afghani families. Uh, there was even a part in the report where this chap from the UN said that families are actually selling their children in order to feed oh, wow. themselves. I mean, it's really horrendous stuff. I'm not surprised that it's not being reported on uh, more widely because I think it just, again, bleeds into yet another massive failure of this administration on a global scale. And I, again, like you said, what did we expect right. when we just pulled out of there and left everyone to fend for themselves? Of course, the Taliban were going to start murdering people who opposed them. That was, I mean, it's just obvious human nature. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was probably the the saddest story that um, I can bring you today. Well, that is out. Well, and go read that on the Daily Caller. Kay has written that. It's up on the Daily Caller now. What's uh, What's interesting here is that is you're right. We're not hearing about it, but I think that it's also obvious why we're not hearing about it because this media, fought, uh, so far by and large, has been complicit with this administration. Knowing how bad it is, they still try to put some sort of a shine on these stories. Um, the fact is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, journalists are disappearing or dying. Anybody who's not Muslim is disappearing and dying. Women who want equal rights or any rights at all are disappearing and dying. People who helped us while we were there disappearing and dying. And potentially the Americans that are left over are disappearing or dying. Am I hearing it right? Absolutely. That is that is what the current reportage is. Uh, oh God, it's just 
I think it actually gets a lot worse than that. I mean, you know, energy grids are failing. Yeah. People are freezing to death inside of their homes. The The whole country has just fallen into absolute chaos. Um, I mean, I know that the term failed state is like very strong. It's a very sort of heavy term to use. But I really think that's the direction that Afghanistan is going in under Taliban law. It's uh, K. Smythe. Go to ksmythe.com, S-M-Y-T-H-E, and go read every, everything that she writes in the Daily Caller. And say the other website because I'm going to mess it up. The National Pulse. Exactly right. I was going to say that. The National Pulse. All right. Uh, give us the next crazy story of the day. And again, we still have to have time for Magic Johnson and Gavin Newsom. What, what do you have next? So the next one actually is with the National Pulse. They uh, they conducted a poll with Rasmussen, I believe it's pronounced. Yes. Uh, they found that 50% of Americans support impeaching Joe Biden. And I mean, after the last story, are you that surprised, Joe? No. I mean, would you vote to impeach Joe Biden? Yes. Now, 50% want him impeached or they wouldn't vote for him again? Uh, it's They support impeachment. Wow. All right, so, yeah. so let's break this down. Donald Trump was impeached because of a phone call that was perfectly fine, a phone call that was head and shoulders better than the Ukraine phone call last week with the current president who nobody's talking about impeaching. And then they impeached him because he's a dangerous, horrible guy, and, and neither impeachment uh, – well, he was impeached twice, but n- neither attempt to get him out of office worked. With this guy, I mean – just on the border, I can say, let's impeach him. Just on energy, I can impeach him. Just on hyperinflation and mismanagement of, of, of American dollars and in infrastructure, we could impeach him. I mean, for, that's not even mentioning how bad Afghanistan was. We could impeach him. But 50%, K, I would have to imagine, I don't know if Rasmussen breaks this down like this, but I would have to imagine there are some Democrats involved in that. Absolutely. There were many Democrats involved. It was 50% of likely voters from across the spectrum. But I would say that it was fairly, you know, when you break down demographics, it was fairly unanimous. You know, obviously, I think there were a lot of Democrats who were, you know, a little bit more against impeachment. Um, They were asked three different questions related to impeaching Joe Biden. But yeah, the unanimous kind of uh, conclusion then from the data was 50% of all likely U.S. voters that were surveyed would vote or would support an impeachment of Joe Biden. And the sort of theory is that if the Republicans win back the House in the midterms this year, an impeachment is pretty likely. Wow, it's amazing. Uh, Kay Smythe, the Cray News of the Day. Go to ksmythe.com, read everything that she writes, the National Pulse, also the Daily Caller. And you'll see her on my show. You'll see her on other shows on other networks as well. And we always appreciate you coming on. Are we on the Gavin Newsom, Magic Johnson story? Is there another one before that? Oh, no, I think it's absolutely time to talk about yet another catastrophe on the part of Gavin Newsom. You know, I I was reading another story as I was writing this one up today, Joe, that um, I don't know if you remember, about a week ago, all these videos started surfacing of the train lines, the Union Pacific Railroad in Los Angeles, where, you know, gangs... Yeah. Oh, horrendous stuff. I mean, people are just breaking into the carriages. They're stealing every single envelope, letter, package that they can get their hands on. And Gavin Newsom goes down there and goes, I had no idea that this was happening. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> but um, what is right? going on? And it's just like, dude, it's literally your job to know that this is going on. And then he's got this statewide mask mandate and he keeps sort of prolonging this state of emergency in California. And then he goes to the SoFi state or Sophie Stadium, however it's pronounced in America, and uh, takes all these pictures with celebrities. And it wasn't just Gavin Newsom. 
them. It was Mayor Eric Garcetti from uh, Los Angeles. It was Mayor London Breed from San Francisco. All of these very left, almost like progressive far left uh, politicians, California politicians, who as soon as they want to take a selfie and they want to post on social media, they're just like, oh, rules for thee, but not for me. Yeah. It's just classic California politics. Well, what what well, else? It do is. We- well, Gavin Newsom and the mayor of of, uh, of L.A., or what, what, Garcetti, is, he's the mayor of actual L.A., right? But but yeah, he's going to so be, he's, what is he, he's going to be the ambassador to India or something stupid now, Indonesia, something yeah. like that? So, uh, so, India, I think. All right, so, so they're all taking the picture without the, the masks on. We do say SoFi here. So at SoFi Stadium, the policy is you can only take the mask off and really just pull it down to eat something or to drink something. All these people you just mentioned and people behind them. Did you see the picture? There, nobody behind them has a mask on either in their boxes, in their luxury boxes. So again, these people are living a life as this man, Gavin Newsom, this horrible, horrid guy, who I guess has nice hair and is good looking. is why he keeps getting reelected. But this guy is pushing for every child who goes to a public school in California to be masked all day long, eight or nine hours a day. Which is horrible for them psychologically, physically. I mean, their their social their their, their social uh, abilities, their attributes are not being taught. They have no idea how to even relate to their to their classmates. And this guy's yucking it up with magic. Now, I don't understand what it's going to take. Hey, you lived there for a long time. What is it going to take for people, even on the far left, to say, "Dude, we can't have." Uh, this this garbage on the railroads. We can't have people breaking into cars in Beverly Hills. We can't have people sleeping and shooting up and 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 you know fondling themselves, looking at women on 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 Venice Beach. W- what exactly is it going to take for every side of the aisle? I don't care who you are to say we got to make a change. I mean, Bill Maher has come around. Okay, Bill Maher, for God's sakes, what's it going to take for the residents to do so? I at this point, Joe, unfortunately, I have absolutely no idea because the far left and even the kind of centrist left in California, I have many friends who consistently post on social media and they treat the Democrats in that state like they are gods. It's not politics anymore. It's religion. It's an us versus them. They are so bled into this kind of woke narrative. And, you know, it's predominantly, I will say, Caucasian people who just seem to absolutely turn these people into deities. Like Gavin Newsom is a god to the far left and to the centrist left in California. And these are the people who live in their lovely mansions. We call them sort of like the drive-by spectators of these crises. Like very rarely are they actually witness to these issues firsthand. You know, you talked about just now, like some of the awful things that go on in even just Venice Beach, like one little suburb where they have like, I think it's about 40,000 people live there. Right. I mean, the place is a war zone. That's why I left. And I I really don't know what it's going to take. I think California politics is so corrupted at this point by the likes of George Soros. And I'm, I'm actually working on a more investigative piece right now about four women who essentially took their husband's and their daddy's money and invested it into all of the DAs that we have that are far left, who've basically made like all major crimes and violent crimes, you know, for want of a better word, legal. Again, I'm sort of making a sweeping generalization here, but if you actually look at the legislature, what is deemed a violent crime in California is 
essentially nothing. And it's not just California. Um, it's it's St. Louis. Yeah. It's New York City. You just got this guy Bragg in Manhattan who says we're not gonna we're gonna we're not gonna ever give anybody life in prison anymore. I don't care who they murder. Uh, we're not gonna go for anything over twenty years. In fact, armed robbery if they didn't actually pull the trigger. We're just going to let him out on an ankle bracelet. So this is really happening across the country. But let me ask you this. i got about a minute, Kay. But I want to ask you this. Hugo Chavez, or they would say Hugo, Hugo Chavez in Venezuela lied. He lied his face off. I'm for the people. I, I'm going to take from the rich and give to the poor, and we're going to build a, a great Venezuela again. It's going to be the best Venezuela ever. I am a, I'm a capitalist. I'm a private guy. I'm a, I'm a free enterprise guy. He lied. He lied. He became the deity, the god, the controller, the ruler, and now Venezuela is falling apart. They're eating their dogs in Venezuela. They're waiting in food lines, and the bad guys from the government might shoot you if you, if you give them a look. So they lied. What did Gavin Newsom do to, to win? What was the con? There had to be a con, right? Or is it just that he's a good-looking guy? Did he do something at some point 20 years ago where people said, yeah, but he did that for us, so we should really still support him? Anything? Mm-hmm. No, there's literally nothing that he's done. He just, he plays by the sort of far left rule, which, you know, I have one colleague who gets angry at me when I say the word woke, because what we really mean when we say woke these days is communist. And Gavin Newsom is a communist. And if you go back through history, communists have an amazing, incredible ability to manipulate and just have these people follow them. Like, you know, like, like, like my cats follow me around the apartment. Right. That's what like, you know, it's like sheep. It's just, this is what communists do. And Gavin Newsom is just, he's just nailed it. And, communi- like and communists never ever have to follow their own policies. They never, it, like in Cuba, and I grew up in South Florida, so I know a lot about Cuba. They never, ever, ever, never had to suffer like the people did. They were riding around in brand new Mercedes and living in palaces as these people were, were scrounging together a couple of morsels for their family. They're still fixing cars from the 1950s and 60s in Cuba today because they couldn't get cars in Cuba. And and there it is, you know, right in the water. You could bring all the, the barges full of cars that you want there, but the communists always took care of themselves and never the, the people that they promised all these things to. But when Castro went into power, he did what Hugo Chavez did. He did what Mao did. They lied to their people. You're telling me Gavin Newsom didn't even have to lie? He just got this? He was anointed? Uh, yeah, pretty much. And wow. I mean, he's part of like the wider institution, you know, like Nancy Pelosi is his aunt. He's just he's so stuck into the politics there. And, you know, I have my own theories about the recall election. Yeah. I had a lot of people contact me when he was being recalled, uh, describing what was going on with their vote and how difficult it was to vote in right. the recall election. Like, I don't want to, you know, come out as a conspiracy theorist, but... We'll do that at some you know? point. Because you've got more knowledge about that area and exactly what was going on than just about anybody I know. And I always appreciate the the personal insight along with the great stories you write for Daily Caller and the National... Is it the National Pulse? It is, right? Yes. Okay. Nailed it. See that? Don't even tell me. I just <laughs> cut that out and act like I knew the whole time. Kay, I, we, we really love the segment. It's uh, the Cray News of the Day with Kay. And we also love when you fill in uh, as well when Carrie's up. Have a great day. Thanks for the incredible news and uh, and stay warm for goodness sakes. I will. Thank you so much for Great. having me, Joe. It's you bet. always a pleasure. All right. We appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show.
Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. We hope you enjoy the great news of the day with Kay. Let me tell you about Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is great. Well, you go to the website right now, omahasteaks.com, omahasteaks.com, and put my name, P-A-G-S, PAGS, in the search bar. Click on search. You're going to have a new window open up, and it's going to give you all sorts of great specials where you can save up to 50% off lean, tender steaks, hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. Again, go there, put my name, PAGS, in the search bar, and get the Heartland Favorites Package. Get it today. You're going to save 50%, plus you'll get four lean pork chops, four extra juicy chicken breasts, free with your order. Every order is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee and delivered safely to your doorstep. And for a limited time, Omaha Steaks is also offering a special game day package for you to share and enjoy. Visit omahasteaks.com, type in keyword PAGS, P-A-G-S, in the search bar. Take advantage of these exclusive offers. No reason why Omaha Steaks has been, there's one reason, a very good reason why they've been uh, so, so much in front of it. For over 100 years in gourmet steaks and great food, I'm talking about since 1917, family-owned and operated. Go to omahasteaks.com, put in keyword PAGS right now, get that done. Carrie, now that you've got a story of another teacher who's in hot water for doing something stupid, what do you have for me? From The Blaze, a New York City math teacher's out of a job after he created an Instagram post suggesting reciprocity against NYPD officers gathered in the city to mourn the death of NYPD Detective Jason Rivera. Rivera was killed last week during an ambush-style attack while responding to a domestic incident in the city. Chris Flanagan, who worked at Brooklyn's Coney Island Prep, created the post in response to the massive crowd of officers that lined the city streets to honor Rivera for his ultimate sacrifice. He shared a snapshot of the Marriott officers paying tribute to Rivera and captioned it, 53020 NYPD SUV drives into a crowd of protesters, ideal conditions for reciprocity. What a disgusting guy. I mean, just a disgusting opportunity to, to jump on uh, while people are mourning and, and just going through this agony in the city. What makes him think that's okay? This is a guy who is completely brainwashed, and I'm glad that he's in hot water over it. Let's do some pop culture. Boop! Dirty pop. Hi, Polo. What's going on, brother? So did you see over the weekend, uh, actor Howard Hessman passed away? I did. Sad to see that. And he was 81. Uh, apparently, he... Um, had surgery for colon cancer last summer and then he um, started developing complications uh, I guess the beginning of January and then after that point everything kind of just went downhill after that well it sucks sorry to hear that Johnny Fever right right all right there you go that's Polo that's Sam that's Carrie I'm Joe we'll see you tomorrow have a great night be safe we'll talk to you soon this is the Joe Pegg show